Before we get started, I wanted to let you know about our monthly membership called the High Risers Club. Building upon the foundation of our program, Commercial Real Estate for Residential Realtors, the High Risers Club is designed to help members gain a more expansive knowledge of and confidence around the most important aspects of commercial real estate. Each month, we'll take a deep dive into one specific commercial real estate topic, and you can join me and my team live every Tuesday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time to learn and answer your questions. To sign up, click the link in the show notes or go to coachjeffwright.com slash the High Risers Club. Hi, this is Coach Jeff Wright. And in my podcast, Commercial Real Estate for Residential Realtors, we will take a deep dive with industry experts into different aspects of commercial real estate. My ultimate goal is to give you the knowledge, confidence, and belief that you can transact commercial real estate at a high level, just like you do with residential real estate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Commercial Real Estate for Residential Realtors. Last month, we started with our special guest, Mr. Ed Schultick. We started a series where we talked about some of the Sandler rules in the sales process overall. And we started with three rules for everyone to remember or for those that weren't with us. The three rules we talked about was number one, we talked about no mutual mystification. The second rule we talked about was the problem the prospect brings you is never the real problem. And the third rule we talked about is answer every question with a question. So the next rule that I want to talk about, I'm just going to read the Sandler rule and I'll just let you elaborate just on what it means. So the next rule is never answer an unasked question. What does that mean? So... Very often when you and I are selling, we're assuming I'm processing what you're saying and I'm trying to figure out how can I solve this person's problem? Because in my view, success is you feeling that I am the expert. So I want to start talking about me as quickly as I can because I think that's the way to get you feel comfortable with me. So very often when a prospect is talking to you and I, the last thing they want to listen to is you and I talking about ourselves. When that starts happening, I have all these questions in my head as a prospect that I want to ask you. And I haven't yet, but you seem to be answering things that aren't a question for me. I'm not ready to listen to your background or the size of your firm or any of those things. I'm really concentrating on what my problem is. And as we said in the last segment, you want to ask a follow-up question when I tell you something, it's exactly what you want to be doing now is you don't want to answer something that's not a question in my head because you'll make me turn left or you'll make me turn right. I'm not concerned about that. What I'm concerned about is are you the person who's going to be able to help me sell this property? So your job as representing your company or my job is I have to understand what your real reason What are your real questions that I should be addressing so that I can get to the real pain that you have as to why you want to list this property? 
not assuming you know what the pain is and walk me down some path on a question I haven't asked you yet. I'm not concerned about that or I would have raised it. Right. So for our audience, it brings to mind two things that I talk to people that are new in a business is don't tell someone you're new in the business. Walk in with the confidence, get the knowledge, and if it wasn't asked, there's nothing to ever bring up. So don't feel for a second. Again, they look at you with that license like you've got the expertise. So the first thing I do is it's just don't even start about your background unless somebody's asking something about it. The second thing is don't talk about your firm or the size of your firm or you're a boutique or you're a large or you're a national because if they haven't brought it up as a question for them, then don't go there because you could open up something that may be concerning to them that wasn't before you talked about it. And that's how I think about this. The last part I think about it is once we get past the prospect part and we're working with them to do something, let's not mind you know, try to read their mind and feel like we've got to tell them all kinds of things that they're not asking about or don't fit the situation or inappropriate to be able to show our knowledge. Just don't go down a path that the client isn't focused on overall. Yeah, and I'll give you a suggestion on an overall philosophy on this process that we've been chatting about. If I could move my head from this call is about me to this call is about you, I will talk less because the only way I learn about you is if I ask the right questions. That's a great point. Right? Yeah, so if I can step out of it, take myself out of it, this isn't about me, this is about you, I will talk less, ask more questions, and I'll get to the pain a lot faster. Okay. Well, the next rule I want to talk about, and I think also plays into what we keep saying, and that is when prospecting, the rule says, go for an appointment. When prospecting, go for an appointment. Elaborate for us. Sure. So prospecting, I think most of us that are doing prospecting always feel this pressure when we're prospecting because, again, this philosophy of this calls about me instead of discovering this calls about you, I put all this pressure on myself when I'm prospecting because I want to, I want this sale. It's important for me that I get this sale. So when I'm prospecting, I have to make it about you. I have to ask you the right questions about you and what, what your pain is. And I can't be worried about trying to figure out how do I slip myself into this? That'll be decided later. In fact, you'll decide that as my potential customer, you'll decide within the first three to five minutes, whether I am a really strong option for you. You'll either say, yes, this is going to work, and then you'll ask questions to get even more comfortable with me, or you're gonna say, no, this person doesn't understand what I really need. So this whole front end on prospecting starts with this process of you, philosophy process of understanding. This is really about understanding what my particular pain is and asking me the right questions around that. So let's elaborate a little bit on that because you probably got a question on it. So I don't know that I have, you know, any more particular question about it is just, I just want our audience just to make sure they realize that their goal 
is to get on someone's calendar. That, that's their goal. It's not to sell themselves and do a whole sales pitch on the phone or whatever. The goal is to be able to put yourself in a position that you can go belly to belly because most of us have dramatically more success if we get to meet with someone, whether residentially, commercially, whether we're representing a seller or buyer. So that's the point that I think that I want to make sure our audience really gets is that win the business on the telephone, we typically win the business by getting that appointment and being able to get in front of the prospect. So if I can add to a point, because you're absolutely right about that. So it sounds totally different to the prospect. If I said to you, well, we're the firm that you should really hire, or I'm the individual that you should hire. I know I can list this property. There's plenty of opportunities. I can't wait to show you. Versus option B, which sounds like this. Jeff, maybe what we should do, you've told me a little bit about why you want to list. Maybe the thing for me to do is just to stop by and take a look at the property and you and I can talk through some questions that you probably have. I'll have some things I want to ask you. And you'll know whether this is the right fit to list this property. But I think I should take a look at it first. That has a totally different, no pressure, next step. If I feel the pressure coming on over the phone that you're, you're the person who wants to list the house, it's too heavy for me. I, I can't make that conclusion on a five or 10 minute phone call, but I could accept the fact that you want to come over and take a look at my property, my business, or my residence. We're going to talk because you said that's what we're going to do. And then you also gave me permission to be the person to decide if we're going to move forward. Right. That's totally pressureless. And I'm going to accept that invitation to have you come over. So, Ed, you made me think of something when we talk about going for the appointment that I think, again, whether somebody's a residential agent or commercial agent, something really important to think about. There are people that will want to know right on the call what we think a price might be that we would put something on the market from a leasing standpoint, what kind of dollar per square foot, or you've driven by my property and it's similar to this, what kind of price range do you think? Or the one that they say, well, tell me what fee you're gonna charge. And I think it's really important for everybody to try to focus on that appointment and be comfortable to be able to say, you know, it's a great question. It really is, and it's really important what I'd like to do is be able to come and visit with you so that I can see what exactly what we're talking about and give you the best information or the best value or what I think really will reflect what's going on in the market. Or if they say about the fee, great question. I'm happy to answer that, but I really need to understand what the whole scenario, what your goals are, you need to understand what your property looks like, you need to just understand that much more. So we'll absolutely talk about it, but why don't we just set up a time so I can come and see and we'll do that in person. Again, we're just trying to get to that appointment if we can get to that appointment. And what you said is, is exactly correct, Jeff, because as the prospect, what you just said to me sounds very logical. Why wouldn't I want you to come over to look at the property to, to make the best judgment? Even if I 
ask you again, well, before you do that, let me ask you about what your fees are going to be. Don't take that bait. Well, the right thing for me to do, because I don't want to disappoint you, I want to make sure I look at the property first and give you a proper assessment. You're going to know once we're, we talk and you tell me a little bit about your reasons for listing, you're going to know whether this is a fit or not. And you can tell me if it doesn't fit. Yeah. Just don't get sucked into quoting fees because I'm really, as a prospect, not even there yet. I am not going to make a decision on the commission, even though I'll make you think I am. I'm going to make the decision on are you the person that represent this property, whether it's a business or a residence. That's what I'm going to make the decision on. How could I possibly make that decision on the phone? I can't. So what you just said is exactly correct. You want to set an appointment to come over and look at the, at the property. Absolutely. So I want to wrap up. I want to do one more. I want to kind of just see if we can't get through this one just with a quick explanation. And that is a rule that says a decision not to make a decision is a decision. So in the prospecting arena, just what does that mean? That means that I'm not comfortable with you. Let's suppose you hear something like what you just said. We'll turn it into a commercial listing, for example. And I say, well, what would you like to do? Would you like to move forward? Well, I'm not sure yet. Let me think about it. Why don't you call me two Fridays from now, two o'clock, and I'll let you know what I'm going to do. Now, to go back to our doctor example that we've used in other sessions, if I'm in pain, I need the doctor to get rid of the pain immediately. I am not going to say, doctor, let me come back to you in two weeks and let you know how I'm feeling. Or, or a week. Or, <laughs> or, or one, a week, one week, right? Yeah. I won't say that to you. I'll say, no, I need to get out of the pain now. So when I say to you, I'm not sure yet, that says I'm not sure about you. And what might you say to that? There's probably something I might have said that you're not comfortable about as you list this property. Help me understand what that might be. And I might tell you a little bit more, might not, but probably I will tell you a little bit more. It might not be about you, but it might tell it might be something about why I'm not comfortable with this process. Maybe I'm not ready to move right now for whatever the reason is. I think I should move, but I'm not ready to move. But I'm not ready to tell you. So if you ask me a question about that, I'll probably give you a little bit more of the answer. But that's still a decision. I'm reaching a decision as a prospect that's basically saying, I don't think I'm comfortable with this. So I say this little simple statement. Well, I'm not making a decision right now. Well, that's still a decision. Decision not to make not a decision. Exactly. Is a decision. Right. Absolutely. And in my last comment about that in our prospecting world, I think there's a couple things we got to do. We've got to restate and just ask, mm. is there something that I've said or done that has made you uncomfortable or any way? Or is there anything I said or done that you don't agree with or anything that you can share with me? And we've got to understand prospecting's a numbers game. So if somebody's not ready to make a decision, which really is making the decision, we've got to, if we can't find out what is causing that, we've got to just turn the page and just go after all the other opportunities that exist. Mm. So thank you once again, my friend. And I'm going to, I'm going to ask that same last question. Do you believe that residential realtors can be successful? transacting commercial real estate. I have zero doubt that a residential agent could sell successfully commercial real estate. There's no difference in the two, especially to the prospect. 
In fact, they assume you can do both. It never was a question of them. It's only a question with us. Yeah, it's a great point. That's a great point. It really is. And the big reason why I wrote the course and did what we did, because mm. there's no reason we can't, and most of the world wouldn't even know the difference. Thank you, my friend. Okay, Jeff. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of Commercial Real Estate for Residential Realtors. As a reminder, please subscribe to this podcast to receive new episodes as soon as they are released. For more information on me, my team, and my educational programs, visit my website at www.coachjeffwright.com. Thank you for listening, and here's to your success.